Kings fans, it's time for game night. And he scores! Wins it in overtime! With a comprehensive look at the upcoming game, including a look at the Kings and their opponents. Coming in off the right wing, took it to the net. Interviews, analysis with notes, news, and scores from around the NHL. And your calls. Let us know what's on your mind. Call us now at 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. It's game night, and it starts now. Kings fans, welcome back. I am Jesse Cohen, coming to you live from the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center here in downtown L.A. It's game number 47 for your L.A. Kings, as tonight they take on the Dallas Stars here at Crypto.com Arena. Your Kings have been off since Saturday night, a 5-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils, and enter action tonight tied with Seattle for second place in the Pacific, just two points behind the Vegas Golden Knights. All three teams are in action tonight, as are the fourth-place Edmonton Oilers. Meanwhile, the Stars, the Kings' opponent tonight, lost to the San Jose Sharks last night and find themselves in a tie with Winnipeg for first place, not only in the Central Division, but the entire Western Conference at 59 points. This is the final home game for the Kings until February 11th. The team leaves for a a six-game road trip after tonight. That will take them up to the All-Star break, and then they return home on the 11th against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and that will be the evening that not only is Dustin Brown's jersey retired, but the statue of him is revealed here at Crypto.com Arena. If you are listening to this, you and planning on coming to that game you will want to be here early uh there is a fan fest from four to six uh but ceremonies begin at six o'clock so make sure you are here and in your seat you will be hearing more people than just me telling you that but let me be the first to tell you if you're planning on coming to the game on february 11th to honor dustin brown make sure you are here early we'll see if the kings can win their 15th home win of the season in just over an hour but for now we're taking your questions and comments here at la kings game night let's call in at 877 kings 20 that's 877 kings 20. a little bit more news and notes to take care of at the top of the show tonight than usual arthur kaliev and trevor moore remain on injured reserve but they are now joined by forward carl grunstrom he was injured uh, at practice earlier this week and Gabriel Velarde will be out tonight. He is not on injured reserve. He is listed as day-to-day, and we heard from Todd McClellan uh, that they expected that he might be able to play tonight. As it turns out, he will not be able to. And so to that end, the LA Kings have recalled Samuel Fagamo, Alex Turcott, and Tobias Bjornfoot from the Ontario reign of the American Hockey League. Tobias Bjornfoot uh, has played 30 games at the AHL level four in the NHL so far this season, Uh, 110 NHL games in his career. He is obviously a left shot uh, defenseman. But before I talk about uh, Grunstrom and Turcotte, pardon me, I just wanted to uh, go back to uh, Todd McClellan talking to the media about the status of Carl Grunstrom and Gabriel Velarde. Yeah, Grunny uh, hurt himself in practice yesterday. He'll be out until after the, this long trip. Um, he won't make that trip, and Gabe is just day-to-day. There you have it, Tom McClellan confirming uh, that Gabriel Velarde is day-to-day, and Carl Grunstrom will be on IR at least till the end of this six-game road trip. 
And uh, Todd McClellan clarified Gabriel Velarde's status further. Sammy's in tonight. We're still trying to figure some of the things out. You'll get him at the, at, in the pregame skate. I thought Gabe would be good to go, but he won't. So we're shuffling some things around. Shuffling some things around is the coaching staff as a result of Gabriel Velarde being unavailable for tonight's game. And that brings us to Samuel Fagamo, one of the two forwards recalled from the Ontario Reign. Samuel Fagamo has 12 goals, 6 points, uh, excuse me, 6 assists and 18 points in 27 games for the Reign this year. 1 goal and 1 assist in 3 games for your Kings. He has uh, 3 points in his last game for the Ontario Reign. 2 goals and an assist against the Colorado Eagles. That was played Tuesday, September 17th. And here is one of those two goals. Tied it for Fagimo. Left wing circle across the slot. Back for Fagimo. One time scores as he blisters it home. And it's 3-2 Colorado. Todd McClellan was asked about Samuel Fagamo because earlier in the season he mentioned uh, that he was impressed with the effort the young forward gave uh, with the opportunity he was given in the lineup. I think Sammy, you know, from an offensive perspective, can really shoot the puck well. But he's got to do a lot of work to get into position to shoot it. It's just not going to come to him. And I thought he did a better job of that in those earlier games. Um, play around that forecheck and the ability to keep plays alive was better. And he had more pop in his legs and more um, energy in the game than he did uh, at any point in training camp this year. So obviously we hope to see Samuel Fagamo display those qualities tonight as he gets a chance to fill in for Gabriel Velarde. Uh, all indications are that Alex Turcott, also recalled from the Ontario Reign, will not play tonight. Uh, but in his recent span of games, he has uh, a few points. He's got five goals, seven assists, and 12 points in 19 games so far this season for the Ontario Reign. He also scored on Tuesday the 17th against the Colorado Eagles. Uh, unlike Samuel Fagamo, who scored on the power play goal, Alex Turcott scored shorthanded. And now a shorthanded rush, Turcott. Got Galchenyuk on him from behind, dropped off, Ward, backdoor, scores, slapped into the back of the nets, and Turcott with a shorthanded goal. So Alex Turcott, again, not expected to be in the lineup tonight, but as Todd McClellan told us this morning, he and Tobias Bjornfoot will be available. Uh, Samuel Fagamo revealed that he found out after uh, that game on the 17th against the Colorado Eagles that he would be recalled. So he left on the 18th. Uh, meanwhile, Alex Turcott and Tobias Bjornfoot were not uh, recalled at the same time as Samuel Fagamo, so they were on a plane today uh, at the time that we were talking to Todd McClellan, but the understanding we were given is that they would be available, though not expected to be in the lineup tonight. We'll see if there is any reason for those two players to slot into the lineup on this upcoming six-game road trip for the LA Kings. Meanwhile, in net, all indications are that Phoenix Copley will get the start. He is 12-2 on the year with a goals against average of 2.59 and a save percentage of .904. 1-0-and-1 against the Dallas Stars. That win coming just over two weeks ago on January 3rd, the last time the Kings played the Stars, a 3-2 win at Crypto.com Arena. And Phoenix Copley was named third star of the game that evening. So obviously we hope that the return of Phoenix Copley to the net will herald the return of two points to the standings for the LA Kings. Meanwhile, tonight's opponent, the Dallas Stars, in the familiar faces category. Again, we have Colin Miller, 
three points in 12 career games against the Kings. Miller was a fifth-round pick of the LA Kings in 2012, never actually suited up for the Kings. He was traded to Boston with Martin Jones and a first-round pick in the 2015 draft. Miller was then selected by the Golden Knights in the 2017 expansion draft. He was the selection from the Bruins. Vegas traded him to Buffalo in the summer of 2019 for a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick. And then this past summer, Colin Miller signed a two-year contract with Dallas. So those are your familiar faces on the Dallas Stars roster. Again, not a clear-cut Molson Index candidate because he never suited up for the Kings, but he was drafted by the Kings back in 2012. Speaking of Kings draft picks and uh, right-handed defenseman Kings draft picks, Brant Clark is having himself a time in the OHL. He's been back with the Barry Colts uh, for four games. He's playing his fifth tonight against the Ottawa 67s. And in those four games, uh, nine points, four goals, five assists, a plus five, four penalty minutes, and what I was not aware of until doing the prep for tonight's show is that he has regained the captain's C on his jersey. Brant Clark uh, named uh, the captain of the Barry Colts, and uh, he spoke to uh, a member of the Barry Colts following a recent game about his, uh, his loan back to Barry. Well, you've had a, a heck of an experience this year with Team Canada at the World Juniors, playing in the NHL. Uh, what does that kind of experience do for you coming back here to the O? Uh, yeah, my confidence at an all-time high. I felt good. You know, I learned a lot when I was in L.A. Uh, I experienced it in, uh, in Halifax once in a lifetime, and that atmosphere was amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a moment that I'll treasure forever. And, yeah, I'm just trying to bring that back, bring that leadership, you know, uh, take everything I've learned from all these different situations I've been put, put in and, uh, Help um, help the rest of the guys in the team. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to do that the rest of the way and uh, see how far it can take us. There was a lot of guys on this team that were pretty excited when talking to them in anticipation for your return back here to the Colts. What's it like reuniting with some of your old guys? Yeah, it was really exciting. You know, I was texting all of them. They were they were all texting me. They were happy. I was happy to come see them again. It's been a while. You know, it's been it's been nine months or so since seeing some of these guys, and uh, it's good to reunite with them. It's uh, these are some of my closest friends, and uh, yeah, when you have this tight knit of a group, that's when that's when good things happen, and that's that's what we have in this locker room. And uh, yeah, we're all really excited for uh, for the next couple months. Brad, thanks for doing this. Good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. That was Brant Clark. And again, Brant Clark wearing the captain C on his jersey for the Barry Colts, a fact that somehow it escaped me uh, when he was loaned back to Barry by the Kings following the World Juniors. The uh, Barry Colts, again, play the Ottawa 67s tonight. Last time I checked, it was 2-1 Ottawa. That appears to still be the score with uh, 6 minutes and 17 seconds left in the third period. No further points for Brant Clark, so it looks like he will have 9 points in 5 games, not 9 points in 4 games, unless he engineers a late game comeback, uh, which he has done in previous games. Ottawa uh, is in first place in the Eastern Conference. Barry is in third in the conference, second in their division, uh, and look, I don't want to say a mortal lock to make the playoffs, but I anticipate that Barry Colts will have an opportunity to play for the OHL championship, uh, and then if they were to somehow win the OHL championship, go on and make a push in the Memorial Cup. All of those experiences would serve Brant Clark quite well, I would hope. Meanwhile, in the Pacific Division in the NHL, uh, we mentioned that Vegas, Seattle, and Edmonton are all in action tonight. Edmonton goes into tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, riding a four-game winning streak. The Vegas Golden Knights take on Detroit. 
Seattle takes on New Jersey. Seattle and Vegas both with two-game losing streaks. And a quick look at the scoreboard shows that the Edmonton Oilers are, in fact, up over the Lightning. One to nothing with almost three minutes left in the first period. Uh, Detroit and Seattle do not start their games for another 20 minutes. Uh, the Red Wings and Golden Knights take the ice at seven, as do the Kraken and the Devils. Vegas currently with 58 points. Seattle tied with L.A. with 56 points. And Edmonton nipping on everybody's heels with 53 points. So if Edmonton were to pick up that win, uh, they would move up to 55, one point behind L.A. and Seattle. Obviously, both of those teams have an opportunity to collect two points here tonight. That is it for Notes and News. As I said, a bit more than usual. And so uh, we are going to take a break here. This is LA Kings Game Night. I'm Jesse Cohen. When we come back, we'll hear from Drew Doughty, Todd McClellan, Rasmus Kupari, Quentin Byfield. You get the idea. Stick around, Kings fans. We'll be right back. Crypto.com is the official crypto platform partner of the LA Kings and the world's fastest growing crypto app. In the app, you can easily buy and sell cryptocurrencies and different coins, collect the world's top NFTs, and get discounts when you pay with crypto. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. All information is provided for informational purposes only, and this message is not intended as a recommendation of financial or investment advice. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile and subject to significant risks and may not be suitable for you. Not available in all jurisdictions. U. Y. O. U. Three little letters to make a very small word. That means so many things because no U is ever one, one single thing. thing. U. If put at the start, starts to change everything. everything. To begin a sentence, begin, begin with, with you. you. Kind of makes you wonder how, how big you can, can become when you comes first. Every you at the center of what we do. Blue Shield of California. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. The L.A. Kings play here. Score! Arvidsson! Valley Sports West. Patrick Gold! And now, you have more wings to watch than ever. With your service provider. To win it! Or with the all-new Bally Sports Plus, available on the Bally Sports app. Oh, what a setup! Bally Sports West, the home for LA Kings hockey. Energy is building at Crypto.com Arena. Be a part of the best entertainment experience in Los Angeles. Join the Kings family today and choose the ticket plan that works for you. Lock in your seats by visiting lakings.com slash memberships today. And go Kings! This is LA Kings Game Night. Make your voice heard. Call 877-KINGS20. Back to the action on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. Jesse Cohen here once again inside the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center in downtown L.A., where the Dallas Stars visit tonight to take on your L.A. Kings here at Crypto.com Arena. 
Last time the Kings played Dallas was January 3rd. Todd McClellan spoke to us uh, about that matchup and his thoughts on the season series against the Dallas Stars. Well, it was a dramatic improvement from game one. Like it, just our overall play uh, from the first time we went in and played Dallas to the second was dramatic in all three zones. Um, we just played uh, an overall better game. I know we're going to need at least that game and more to, to play against them. We got to see them play against Vegas the other night. They were, they were pretty damn good. We'll get to watch them play in San Jose tonight. But I think we know what to expect. It's just can we execute and, and play to the top of our level after four days? We'll see. That was Todd McClellan. This is LA Kings game night. Kings fans, if you can hear my voice and you have questions or thoughts about the state of your team, go ahead, call in 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. And as always, if you make it on air, you have an opportunity to win a pair of tickets to an upcoming Kings game. I'd also like to take this opportunity to let you know about an episode of All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the LA Kings that we published this morning. Uh, it is part two of our series remembering the 2012 Stanley Cup run. And if you're wondering what's different about this particular look back on the 2012 Stanley Cup run, it's because this time it's in the words of the players that actually won the Cup. Uh, we had an opportunity to attend the 10th anniversary party that was held this summer by that team. Uh, we got a chance to interview a number of the players, executives, and coaching coaches uh, that put together that incredible run. It's about 21 minutes long. Uh, it published this morning. You can find it at lakings.com slash podcast, and uh, I recommend it if I do say so myself. Getting back to Todd McClellan, he spoke this morning uh, about the process by which the organization selects those players to be recalled from the Ontario Reign. It's organizationally deep, so there's always eyes on uh, uh, our American League team and our prospects that are out there, and... Um, something happens we have a need forward d righty lefty whatever it might be we begin to talk about okay who fills that role here's a pool of players okay who's playing well do we need a certain ingredient so it can go from marco to myself but it's also rob to whoever else has been watching them down in the, in that area and then a decision's made todd mcclellan was asked an interesting question this morning that uh, frankly i had not considered and was asked specifically about Samuel Fogamo stepping into the lineup for Gabriel Velarde because they anticipate Gabriel Velarde will be ready to go soon. And, in fact, they expected him to be ready tonight. The question was, is the opportunity afforded Samuel Fogamo tonight really an opportunity to claim a roster spot if it is, in fact, expected to be temporary? And uh, not surprisingly, Todd McClellan had a very good answer for that question. It's their job to make it hard on us to take them out. And there's, what, there's nine forwards that probably aren't coming out most nights. They get longer leash for whatever reason. Um, and then there's others. So know your internal target to stay in the lineup and outplay that individual. That's what we want on a nightly basis. So nobody has to come out. There you have it. And we've heard from not just Todd McClellan and not just players, but even from members of the organization like Aisha Visram, who is an athletic trainer for the Ontario Reign, but who has stepped behind the bench here for the LA Kings when uh, when opportunity called for it. 
everybody I've spoken to in this organization, myself included, frankly, uh, talks about the fact that in this organization, if you are ready and prepared to seize the opportunity that is presented to you, uh, you will be rewarded for that preparation. And uh, players like Fagamo, Bjorn Foot, Turcotte. I mean, just, look, just last year, Sean Dersey, uh, I don't think he was on anybody's radar as a potential member of the NHL roster. Drew Doughty goes out for a long time. Sean Walker goes out for a long time. Sean Dersey earns himself a new contract this season and is now a mainstay, not just on the roster, but uh, playing regular power play minutes and uh, on the second unit. Speaking of right shot defenseman, Drew Doughty spoke to me in the locker room uh, the other day and uh, asked him about that phrase that had come up so frequently last week, uh, talking about the things that players don't want to do. And I asked him, same as I asked plenty of the other members of the team, if this team had reached a point where they want to do the things that players don't want to do. I mean, they should want to do it. I don't know who doesn't. I understand, like, some forwards or whatever don't maybe don't want to do it, but uh, in order for us to be successful, we have to do it. It's just uh, it's mandatory on this team. We, we can't be not one player on this team can be taking the option on defense. That's not the way we're built. That's not the way we play. That's not our culture. Our culture is playing hard both ways, and that's how it's always been. Maybe it's slipped a bit at the start of the season, but yeah, now that we have it back, now we see how good we can be. So hopefully it continues. It better continue. When you're on the bench. Drew Doughty is nothing if not passionate about the game of the hockey. Uh, it's one of the reasons he is one of my favorite kings of all time. Uh, asked him whether or not when he sees a teammate, when the rest of the team sees a teammate take a, a block shot, making a big hit, making a solid defensive play, if it fires up the team and uh, and is contagious. That's one thing too is uh, I've been seeing on the throughout the team is uh, when we do make a good defensive play, you hear guys hollering from the bench, you know, banging their sticks on the boards. A guy blocks a shot, the whole team kind of gets up and you know is excited for that play. So um, that. That kind of attitude trickles through the team in a positive way, and it makes guys want to do it more. So well, that needs to also continue. Drew Doughty continued to talk about uh, the first unit power, or excuse me, the uh, first power play unit, the one that he quarterbacks, and what has made it so successful recently. I honestly think, like, even earlier, maybe we weren't bearing as much, but we were moving it around pretty good and getting some good quality chances. Uh, but now that the pucks are going in for us uh, because we're continuing to do what we're being told to do by the coaches. And, uh, yeah, it's it's great to see. Um, I, I feel almost every time when we go out there that if we're not going to score, we're easily going to get a, some grade-A chances. And that's, uh, that's a good feeling when you're going out there. Zach Dooley asked Drew Doughty if perhaps the fact that the power play were getting set up faster uh, was contributing to the power play success. I, I haven't really noticed that. It could be a thing. I, I honestly don't know myself, but uh, bringing Kevin in on the entries obviously helps us a lot. We kind of just relied on Juice on his own to do it in the past couple years. Um, so now that we have two like big, big threats on it and then two really good guys on the walls to make plays when we enter, uh, it, it seems uh, like we get in almost every time. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. Both units on the power play are dangerous now, and we have seen some incredible passes uh, from that top unit just in the last game against the New Jersey Devils. There was that uh, amazing pass from Adrian Kempe down low to Kevin Fiala on uh, the opposite side who potted it in. Todd McClellan 
talked about what he needs to see from his team early in the game against the Dallas Stars tonight. I'd like to see us win faceoffs. I'd like to see us pay attention to, to details in our structure and have short shifts. I highlighted that particular clip because of the bit there at the end about short shifts uh, because shift length is something that comes up rarely and when it does you're usually complaining about it one player staying out too long or not getting off uh, when his line mates do or staying out for the full two minutes of a power play Todd McClellan was asked about shift length and uh, why it is important to the coaching staff we monitor it quite closely and and you really don't need a stopwatch or even the, the time you can sense when guys are staying a little long and one of the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest prohibitors of, of maintaining momentum is having one guy stay too long. Because you're basically playing with four and a half players then. And you need five fresh guys, at least three forwards fresh and two D if you can. Um, and if you have one that constantly stays too long, it throws the whole rhythm off on the bench. And I think if you played you prefer rhythm. Um, you like the rhythm of a, of a game. You know when you're going to go again or you know when it's time to rest. And if it gets too long one way or the other, uh, it throws people off. So it's, it's important. There you have Todd McClellan talking about the importance of rhythm and the role that shift length plays in that. Meanwhile, catching up on that uh, Barry Colts game. It looks like the Ottawa 67s have defeated the Barry Colts 4-1. to No points for Brant Clark. So there's that. Meanwhile, in the NHL, the Oilers have scored a second goal. They lead the Tampa Bay Lightning 2 to nothing at the end of the first. Uh, McLeod and Dreisaitl with goals there. 13 shots on goal for the Oilers to just 9 for the Lightning. Obviously, we are pulling for the Lightning to make a comeback in the second and third periods. And as we said, Seattle and Vegas both starting their games uh, in a little, just over 10 minutes probably from now. Vegas taking on the Red Wings, the Kraken taking on the Devils. Todd McClellan confessed that because of the uh, inability of Gabriel Velarde to play tonight, they have not yet decided what the lines will look like, and there may be some juggling going on. There'll be some line juggling. There's no doubt about that. We'll have to look at how we want to play the opposition as much as how we want to play our group. Um, so there will be some, some movement with our lines. The issue, I suppose, comes down to uh, if Velarde is out, do you simply plop Samuel Fogamo into his spot on that third line with Blake Lazat and Kevin Fiala? Or do you try and construct four new lines with four new combinations based on the players available to you? That doesn't even begin to address the issue of the power play, where Gabriel Velarde has been quite effective. And Todd McClellan talked about the possibility of Samuel Fogamo seeing playing power play time uh, in place of Gabriel Velarde. We would not like to disrupt everything. So there we look at it positionally. Gabe plays pretty well down around the net. So we may look at finding somebody that fits that role more than uh, Fiala or Kempe that are one-timers up high. So it um, doesn't mean that Sammy can't do that, but 
is he has he been trained and equipped for that role? Maybe not as much as some others. Whether or not Samuel Fagamo plays on the power play, uh, the power play relies on consistency, familiarity, and uh, a certain level of cohesion. And Todd McClellan talked about all the elements that go into a successful power play. Power play, maybe more than anything, is, is pieces put together. Face-off, then a, then a set or a breakout. There's only two things that are really going to happen off of it. Entries, puck possession. Now you're, you've got possession. Now what are you going to do? Where are you going to attack? What's your, your goals? And all of, all of those pieces go together, usually humming along pretty good. If you're missing one piece, it can throw everything off. So there you have it. That is Todd McClellan talking about uh, his team's power play unit. Again, Alex Turcott, Samuel Fogamo, and Tobias Bjornfoot recalled from Ontario today because Gabriel Velarde is out day-to-day and Carl Grundstrom was placed on injured reserve where he joins Arthur Kaliev and Trevor Moore. I can see the LA Kings gathering in the hallway on the Jumbotron about to take the ice for warm-ups. That means we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll hear from Zach Dooley in a segment we like to call Dooley Noted. Stick around, Kings fans. This is LA Kings game night. We'll be right back. Yamaba Resort and Casino at San Manuel has another reason for you to come in today. For a limited time only, Yamaba is giving all new and inactive members a buy one, get one free buffet. Plus, new members can win up to $1,000 in free play for signing up a Club Serrano membership. You'll earn rewards from playing any of the 6,800 slots or table games. Experience SoCal's best buffet and resort. Yamaba is your home to big wins and even bigger prizes. Go for a BOGO today. Details at Yamaba.com slash new member. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. Score a goal and join the team that is building a stronger L.A. Join the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. LADWP is an excellent place to work with competitive pay, excellent benefits, and many opportunities for professional and personal growth. If you're ready for a change, this is your chance. A job for you is ready and waiting. There are over 150 different types of jobs open to anyone that meets the minimum qualifications. Visit joinladwp.com for more information. That's joinladwp.com. If you want to, but you must call 811. If you dig without making the call, it could be bad for everyone. A utilities under your property can be buried any place. So if you dig around, don't do it right. There could be thousands of fines to pay. You can dig. You can dig. Everybody can dig. You just have to call 811. Learn more at socalgas.com slash 811. Experience the future of connectivity with Spectrum One. You get Spectrum Internet, delivering the fastest speeds in the nation for $49.99 a month. Advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced privacy and security, free for 12 months. And a Spectrum Mobile line with unlimited talk, text, and data, plus nationwide 5G, free for 12 months. That's Spectrum One. Visit Spectrum.com or your local Spectrum store today. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. To more of LA Kings game night, call 877 Kings20. Back to the action on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. This is LA Kings game night. I'm coming to you again from the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center here in downtown LA, where the Dallas Stars and LA Kings taking the ice for warm ups here at Crypto.com Arena. And that means it's time for Duly Noted. 
Call Dooley. Dooley. Let's call Dooley. Dooley loves a good party. Dooley, Dooley in the house. Yeah, right? Dooley's in the house. Yeah. yeah, Dooley noted. It's time for warm-ups. That means it's time for Dooley noted. Joining me now is Zach Dooley. How are you doing today, Zach? Jesse, doing well. Excited to begin a seven-game road trip, kind of. I was just going to say one of the things that I'm most fond of that you introduced is the idea of a home game being a part of a road trip, either at the back end or the front end. And tonight is what the first of seven games played in seven different cities. Right. It's interesting because, and I I don't think I would have felt this way if it wasn't four days off coming in, Mm -hmm. but it was four days off coming in. It was one game from seven days coming in with two off before the New Jersey game. So it was basically a week here at home without a game. You know, there was one, one game in the middle not a ton going on, but then you play tonight, you sleep in your own bed, I'm already packing, you get up in the morning and you leave. It's a small short skate in the morning, won't be a real formal practice, quick skate and they're off and you know it's on the road till February basically. So it's a weird concept to think about and I don't think you'd, there's no reason to think about it if you're not traveling, but when you are, like tonight just feels like the first stop of seven, not the last game of however many at home. Yeah, and an inconsistent schedule on the trip as well. So they play tonight, travel tomorrow, so there'll be a light skate in the morning probably, earlier yeah. than usual. Yep. Then back-to-back games, Nashville and Chicago. Yeah. A travel day presumably between Chicago and Philly, or maybe they'll leave. Leave after sh- the game, but it'll yeah. be an off day in Philly. Right. Then a game on Philly, then two days off, then yep. back-to-backs Florida and Tampa, yep. then two more days off. It's weird. Then Carolina, mm-hmm. and then off till February 11th. Rarely will you see two back-to-backs on a trip. Rarely will you see one set of two days off, let alone two days off between games. That's bananas on the road. I don't think I've ever seen that. Maybe once with two days off. It's rare. It's very, very rare that you'll have two days in between games, let alone two on one trip. means two sets of back-to-backs with travel, which presents some complications. Kings haven't dealt with that yet this year. Um, Certainly the strangest trip. um, And we go from Philadelphia to Florida. Yeah. So how do you pack? Well, <laughs> but that's you know, I've only gone on one trip in my life. Climate and, difference, and right? And it involved like it, going to Philadelphia and uh, and Florida and Tampa. Geographically and, makes some sense. Like they're yeah. both on the East Coast. It's not that that far. And there's two days between. But it's just the weirdness of having to prepare for that trip. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird things, as you mentioned, um, coming up on this trip. And uh, Todd, excuse me, spoke to us just this morning, as always, we're recording this immediately following talking to Todd McClellan at a morning availability, mentioned that even though they've had four days off, suddenly they've hit the injury bug (laughs) during their day off or during their days off. Maybe we didn't knock quite hard enough on the wood when talking about (laughs) how, you know, the lineup has been relatively healthy and relatively consistent as of late. And yeah, it's, it's weird, right? You lose Velarde day to day. McClellan thought he might be able to go today. Um, won't be the case. We'll see Sammy Fagimo. And Carl Grunstrom is out long term, uh, placed on IR this morning, and won't be available until at the earliest when the team comes back um, from the All Star break. So it is strange because the Kings, you know, after being one of the most injury ridden teams last year, have relatively speaking been one of the healthiest teams in the league this year. If you look at the the accounts that track those types of things, man games lost. Um, but it's it's a stretch right now where they're currently without four forwards, um, at least three of which are lineup regulars, and others will need to step up and provide you know certain elements to keep the team going while those guys aren't available. Yeah, three recalls today. Um, Tobias Bjornfoot, 
Alex Turcott, which was a name that I was surprised to see, and then Samuel Fagamo. I'm assuming um, Fagamo to me has two tracks that put him in line to be recalled. One, he has experience, right? Yep. He's played already, and as you asked Todd, right, he was credited as having the strongest NHL game of his career yet last time we saw him. But also, he's a right-hand shot. And with Velarde out of the lineup, they're down to Arvidsson and Kupari. And I don't know how much weight that carries, but at some point, you got to have at least one or two. It's funny because I don't think about it in the slightest when it comes to forwards, but mm-hmm. you're also correct. Um, also fully healthy, I think the Kings only have three. Yeah. Right? So what's the difference between two and three? But I don't know. Maybe maybe it does. Um, maybe I think on the power play? It, I think Fugimo is just the next man up in line. Yes. And if he shot with a straight curve, I think he'd still be next up in line or a left shot. Like I think he would be the next guy up. But it's an interesting point because we, we talk about it all the time with defensemen, right? We talk about how the Kings have four right shot D playing most nights. We don't talk about it at all with the forwards, but there is something to be said about it, especially when one of those guys you mentioned is a center naturally in Kupari. So it's not as if they're playing with, you know, a full side of right shot wingers. It's really just two. Yeah. And I'm assuming that Bjornfoot over Spence, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are tons of reasons for it, but the most glaring difference between the two players right off the hop is that Bjornfoot's a lefty and Spence is a righty. What stands out to me is what Todd said yesterday, and that's the schedule that we talked about allows for the team to swap guys out Mm -hmm. while on the road. The two days between Philly and Florida, between games three and four of the trip, feels like an obvious time where were you to make a change in personnel, it would be quite easy to do so without you know, taxing a player or taking development away from a player. And the fact of the matter is, Fagimo, Turcotte, and Bjornfoot are all, what, 22 and younger. They're guys who the Kings want to be playing games at one level or the other. So if you look at the defense right now, the Kings aren't eagerly looking to make a personnel change on the blue line. So from the start, Bjornfoot will not be in the six. He'll be not playing tonight, and we'll see where it goes from there. So if that 7th D isn't going to play, which he might, there's a back-to-back, and, you know, Alex Edler doesn't always play back-to-backs. So if, say, he's only going to play one game out of the three, you have the opportunity to swap that player out. Um, the Kings, you know, Rob Blake has said, you know, between Spence, Movarara, and Bjornfoot, there's a confidence in all those guys as the sixth or seventh guy right now. But they have to play. You know, they don't want a guy coming on this trip and playing one game in 13 days. They want him to, if he's not playing, to play with Ontario. So... Whether it's Toby, whether it was Movarar, whether it was Spence today, I wouldn't have been surprised either way um, because I think that, say, if someone isn't playing or hasn't played in three games, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Kings swapped one of those other guys in midway through the trip to let Toby then go play in Ontario if he's not playing with the Kings. We're going to cover some familiar territory here because the Kings recently played the Dallas Stars. But as far as just goals for... Looking at lines, the Stars have two of the top 11 most potent lines in the NHL. And that top line of Robertson, Hintz, and Pavelski, we talked last time about how underrated that line is. It's not going to be underrated for very long. I mean, they are an unbelievable line. Well, Hintz is hurt. So I guess that obviously impacts. Yeah. If he's not playing, it's it's going to be a different alignment. He mm-hmm. didn't play last night in San Jose. When he's in, um, that line is potent. Um he has five points from two games against the Kings this year. Only one player in the NHL has more points against the Kings this year. So he is a very big piece of the team. So if he isn't playing, it's obviously a, a bonus for the Kings and a big loss for the Stars. When he is playing, you know, his 
makeup on that line with Pavelski and with Robertson is dynamite. Um, as you mentioned, it's unsurprising in any metric to me that they would be one of the best in the league. Um, so it's not surprising to hear it, but it's certainly something the Kings have to look out for um, when those guys are on the ice. And I think Robertson just scored his 30th and becomes the fastest Dallas star to ever score 30. I mean, he's... Think about the guys who have played there, right? Yeah. You know, Madano, Newendike, Brett Hull. Mm-hmm. Um, elite hockey players, elite offensive hockey players have played there, and no one's done it faster. That that says a lot. Dallas also... I mean, Dallas is tied, I believe, for first in the Western Conference. Um, I asked some of the players if playing a, an opponent that difficult this close in the season, right, helps cement some of the things that the coaching staff has been drilling into them lately. Prior to the loss against New Jersey, the conversations we've been having are about, the you know, blocking shots, making strong defensive plays. We heard from Drew Doughty about, you know, the forward contribution to the mm-hmm. defensive team effort. It's funny, in going into that New Jersey game, we t- I talked about uh, the issue of consistency and how you know we felt like maybe they had reached a point where the specter of inconsistency was no longer looming. Yep. But one game where maybe they didn't play their strongest game, and suddenly I'm looking at this game very curiously to see, oh, are they going to put forth the effort they put against Dallas last time, or are we going to see another Flyers, Devils, um, Coyotes game? I feel like I'm in the minority. I don't think the Devils game was even remotely at the same level as the Sharks game or the Flyers game or the Coyotes game. Sure. I thought the Kings played just fine against the Devils and lost. I thought they. I don't think that game was at all an indication of the problems that were there earlier in the year. I thought they just lost. I thought they played fine. Um, so I, I guess I disagree with that, but I understand where you're coming from. Um, I personally didn't think the New Jersey setback was one that would – rear the issue of inconsistency i think it's just they didn't win and you know there was a a clear turning point in that game i think that goal allowed right after a goal four really swung that game i thought up until that point the kings were as good as they've been on that stretch personally um now that that point was about halfway through plenty of time to where the kings could have played better in the second half of that game and they didn't um but it didn't feel like the inconsistent efforts of Buffalo or Toronto or Columbus right before this stretch where the game opened up and got away. I thought it was quite different, at least my take. And I know that others have agreed with you, and I've not found anyone who's agreed with me. Well, I don't even agree with me. I I agree with you. I felt they played an incredible game up till the third and fourth goals, at which point they felt like the wind was taken out of their yes. sails. I, I thought that's exactly how I would phrase it, too. Um, however, Todd McClellan, after the game, mentioned all the various ways that he wasn't happy with the with the team mm-hmm. ever and he backtracked a little bit in the midst of it but nonetheless i will be watching tonight to see if if the streak of play continues i expect it to yeah um but i'd just be very curious it's one of those now where you expect it to until it doesn't mm-hmm. right and then if it doesn't for a couple games then you start to poke your head up a little and say ah, is, this, is this a return but you'd like to think and the you know the the larger window of 15 games recently has kind of suggested that the team is playing more of that style of hockey they want to play. Their their defensive numbers have been excellent. Their offensive numbers are down from where they were, but the wins have been there. So they're scoring enough when they play that level of defense. 
if you don't see that commitment over a few games, that's when you start to maybe wonder if that's creeping back into the game. And it's a tough stretch coming up, right? The the travel, the back-to-backs, some good teams coming up, including Dallas tonight, maybe first and foremost Dallas tonight. So it will be a tough test to continue that style of play, especially if you maybe go down in a game against a team like that. Not that there should be too many changes to the lineup tonight. It sounds like um, Velarde out, Fogamo in, mm-hmm. and Copley in, quick out is the yeah. only change from the New Jersey game. But every time you make a roster change, it, from my perspective, you are it is a new team. Even if it's, you know, 20 of 21 pieces are the same, it, it's a new team. It's a new alignment. And Todd McClellan told us this morning that they don't yet know what the lines will look like. Fiala skated with... Kempe and Kopitar yesterday at practice. Um, unclear what the lines will be today. Well, there was a lot of jumbling yesterday, right? There was yeah. only 11 forwards, um, so there weren't set lines per right. se. Wouldn't surprise me to see that line done. I mean, if you look at Fiala, Lazat, Velarde specifically, it was a line that played very well together. If you take a piece off that line, does it make sense to keep going the more three-line balanced approach, or does it make more sense to potentially load up a line um, with Fiala maybe moving up, and then you go with more of a top six, bottom six distribution. Um, Todd has kind of said it, a lot of it depends on the opponent. Um, he said yesterday, you know, it, the ingredients could change night to night. Um, Fagimo, Velarde have some similar attributes, but they're not the same player for sure. Um, you take out your second leading goal scorer at any time, and it's a big loss no matter the quality or the excitement around the player going in. So. Wouldn't surprise me if this move specifically did shake up more than just, okay, Sammy goes in for Gabe and that's it. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see more movement than just that. Um, And I guess we'll find out soon. Yeah, we may have already found out by the time people are are listening to this. Zach, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. That was Zach Dooley, and of course we have discovered what the lines are tonight, and we will tell you those lines when we come back, this is LA Kings Game Night. I'm Jesse Cohen. Stick around, Kings fans. We'll be right back. LA Kings. Play here. Score! Valley Sports West. Patrick Gold! And now, you have more wings to watch than ever. With your service provider. To win it! Yeah! Or with the all-new Valley Sports Plus. Available on the Bally Sports app. Oh, what a setup! Bally Sports West. Your home for LA Kings hockey. If you want the best care for kids in California, come to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. CHLA is the highest ranked children's hospital in California and a top hospital in the nation on the prestigious U.S. News and World Report on a roll of the best children's hospitals. CHLA provides outstanding patient-centered care, trains the physicians, nurses, and caregivers of tomorrow, and conducts life-saving research to help bring more cures to more kids. For the best care for kids in California, visit chla.org. Crypto.com is the official crypto platform partner of the LA Kings and the world's fastest growing crypto app. In the app, you can easily buy and sell cryptocurrencies and different coins, collect the world's top NFTs, and get discounts when you pay with crypto. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. All information is provided for informational purposes only, and this message is not intended as a recommendation of financial or investment advice. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile and subject to significant risks and may not be suitable for you. Not available in all jurisdictions. 
Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel has another reason for you to come in today. For a limited time only, Yamava is giving all new and inactive members a buy one, get one free buffet. Plus, new members can win up to $1,000 in free play for signing up a Club Serrano membership. You'll earn rewards from playing any of the 6,800 slots or table games. Experience SoCal's best buffet and resort. Yamava is your home to big wins and even bigger prizes. Go for a BOGO today. Details at Yamava.com slash new member. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. From Star Wars to Kids Day to L.A. Dodgers Night, the 22-23 season theme night and promotion schedule has something for everyone. Visit lakings.com slash promotions to see all the fun the Kings have in store this season. That's lakings.com slash promotions and go Kings. We return to L.A. Kings Game Night. A pregame look at the Kings on your L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. Jesse Cohen here once again inside the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center here in downtown L.A. Where the L.A. Kings and Dallas Stars have completed warm-ups. And as we said at the end of that last segment there, we do know what the lines look like for tonight. Kevin Fiala rejoins Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe on that top line. Alex Iafalo, Phil Deneau, and Victor Arvidsson remain as the second line. Quinton Byfield uh, will be playing with Blake Lazotte and Jared Anderson Dolan. Brendan Lemieux, Rasmus Kupari will be joined by Sammy Fagamo. Uh, he and Alex Turcott and Tobias Bjornfoot were recalled from Ontario this morning. He is the only one who will slot into the lineup. The blue line remains unchanged. Mikey Anderson pairs with Drew Doughty. Sean Dersey and Matt Roy are your second pair. Alex Edler and Sean Walker are your third pair. Phoenix Copley gets the start again in net. So that is the change there. Uh, they have returned Kevin Fiala to the top line with Kempe and Kopitar. Uh, Gabriel Velarde day-to-day out for tonight. Uh, Carl Grundstrom added to injured reserve where he joins Arthur Kaliev and Trevor Moore. A look around the league. We mentioned those three games being played tonight featuring Pacific Division uh, rivals of the LA Kings. The Red Wings already up over the Golden Knights one to nothing, with 15 minutes left in the first. That is good news for Kings fans. Meanwhile, the Kraken and Devils scoreless uh, with 13 minutes left in the first and, uh, well, Tampa Bay Lightning had scored to make it 1-2, but the Oilers have just scored. It is now 3-1 Edmonton with just over 15 minutes left in the second. So pulling for Tampa Bay there to uh, crawl back into that game. Meanwhile, tonight's opponent, the Dallas Stars, features some potent offensive players. Sean Walker talked about the importance of being aware when those players are on the ice. Definitely, you know, the, those lines are going to be the ones that are going to capitalize on any mistakes. So you definitely have that in the back of your mind and want to play a little more defensively, maybe play with less risk on those shifts that you're out there against guys like that. So it's definitely in the back of your mind. And defensemen are not the only players who have to be aware of talented offensive players on the other side of the rink. Rasmus Kupari, fourth line center for your LA Kings and penalty killer, talked about the threat that the Dallas offensive players pose? You have to know if, if you're out there against them. Maybe, obviously, you play your way, our system, but it's good. Let's say Dallas first line or Edmonton's, there's a couple of guys. It's good to know when you, like, know when they are out there and you're out there against them that they might do something different than 
like others, maybe like or third line. I got some maybe a little bit more skill. They can see the eyes a little differently. So definitely you have to know when they're out there. And of course, the only threat that Dallas poses is not purely offensive skill. Blake Lazat talked about the style of game that the Dallas Stars like to play. Oh yeah, they're physical in the in the ozone. They close quick. Um, made feed off of transition. Um, they're one of those teams that you know once they have a turnover, they're gone. So um, yeah, I think that's something we need to watch for. Blake Lazat also talked about the benefit of playing the same tough opponent twice in rapid succession. The Kings obviously played Dallas back on January third. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, each game you have your pregame or pre-scout, if you will. Um, at this point in the year, though, I feel like. For the most part, we know what each team's doing, even if it is cross um, conference or cross division. Uh, but playing a team, you know, this closely is it definitely feels rivalry. I think, um, and yeah, definitely helps with little ins and outs of, of how they play. And Blake Lazant's new left winger Quentin Byfield also talked about the style of game the Dallas Stars like to play. They're a heavy team um, down their whole lineup. Uh, heavy team, good in the face-offs, and um, you know, a real strong power play as well. And um, you know, we got to shut down that top line that's um, you know producing quite a bit right now. So, um, you know, I think we just have to play some good defense and be stronger than them. Hopefully, the Kings will play that defense and be stronger than them, as Quentin Byfield just said. That's going to do it for this edition of LA Kings Game Night. Huge thanks to our in-arena producer Jake Warner and Jeff Cavett at the iHeart Studio in Burbank. LA Kings game night will return on February 11th when the Pittsburgh Penguins come to Crypto.com Arena. But for now, we're taking one final break. When we return, Hall of Famer Nick Nixon and Daryl Evans have the call as your LA Kings face off against the Dallas Stars. This has been LA Kings game night. I've been Jesse Cohen. Thanks for listening, Kings fans. the draw shot score you've been listening to king's game night with a complete look at the king's upcoming game be sure to join us immediately after the game for king's talk call in again with your questions and comments at 877 kings 20 and now stay tuned for la king's hockey coming up right here on the la king's iheart audio network